here we are, and welcome to a joyful and terrifying episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because we have with us the team that made an award-winning film from South by Southwest, but I admit we were on the ground floor before even the jury prizes, because myself and my friend Noah Ohio and Bob, we jumped out of our seats during Moshari, a brilliant short horror film directed and written by Nuhash Humayun, produced by Bushra Afrin. Uh, the cinematographer, Ejaz Mehdi, is here. And Rashad Wajahat, executive producer, is also here. And we will talk to them nonstop in a moment. But first, first, I just want to take a second to check in with my sisters. I think this is the first episode we're reporting since I was in South by Southwest, where the three of us are together again. But we'll do our like rundown because two things happened. I was in South by Southwest and you went on vacation with our mother to London. And it's that probably had more jump out of your seat terrifying moments anyway than I did in the movie. <laughs> the fact that no one was hit by a car or a bus crossing, crossing the, street. the street in London is is the biggest surprise, is the biggest shock. The reason they have it written, look both ways or look this way when you cross the street on in London is for our mom. Like they okay. actually, she literally had like a crossing the street and be like, and I'm said, looking. And I'd be like, we Mickey and I are like, but it's the other way. They're coming the other <laughs> way, lady. Like, I can't believe she survived that trip. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's important that we, the, the, the Moshari team, that's what I'll call you for now. Um, it's important that you know about our mom because she's going to play a role in this episode, whether she wants to or not. <laughs> so uh, just to set this up, I saw this film during the midnight shorts. It blew me away. I love horror comedy. I don't always love horror horror, but this to me was like the way alien. I always talk about alien on this show as I think it's a perfect movie this is the closest thing I've seen to that level of terror in a, in a long time. Oh, look, they're like getting all there. We all three of us compared this to alien. Yeah. Um, yeah separately without talking about it because it has, it's the, the, it's the first thing that came to my mind. It has the metaphors. It has the characters. It has the brave female characters. To me, this was as intense as that. And it has the, the, the mystery, the secrecy. You mm -hmm. don't, you really know, know what, what it is that right what you're up against and mankind um, is clearly screwed yeah. <laughs> yes right so before we get to our guests because i want them to experience something really important first lily and becky just you you know i'm your big brother i have forced you to watch many things in your life have i ever gone as hard on saying you must watch this i haven't gone as hard as saying you must watch this in something in a long time I know that Agreed. that's completely accurate. Yes. yes. But it was, it, I, I think you upped the ante by saying you need to watch it. And then you also set a challenge for us. Yes. And the challenge was, is that not only are we going to watch it, but we are going to watch it and I need to record your reaction. And Lily, because mom is visiting you, I need you to see, I need to see mom's reaction. And, and because we have the filmmakers here, we're now going to do something very meta. We're going to take five minutes and we're going to have them react to ma the, a montage I made of the reaction. So it's not, you don't have to rewatch people watching I, your I, full movie. Don't worry. Uh, although I have to say that I watched our react, we watched our reactions like three times. 
Oh it's no, like I've si- watched this. My si- wife and I simultaneously, have this. and then like with the with the movie in the background. So I too. don't think I realized I was being filmed. <laughs> you see, okay, I'm wearing so my is, mask and so like first mask. is first is Becky in my house, and she's wearing a mask because I just got back from South by South. And I was going to London. I didn't want him to get me sick. I didn't trust okay. him. Then we have the family, and then we have a little epilogue. So here we go. Are you ready for it? I just want to preface it also that we watched it with my husband, who it loves horror. And I wasn't paying attention to him when we watched it. I, I had to deal with my mom, which you'll see in a second. And so when it was over, I was like, what did you think? What did you think? Did you think it was scary? Because he like, I cannot get this guy to be scared of anything. And he loves horror movies. And he's like, oh, I definitely thought it was scary. It was so great. And I was like, cool. Then we watched the video back and he's just like this. He's just smiling like the entire time. And I was like, this is bullshit. This guy. Don't worry, you'll so get if, to see it. You'll get to see it. Now, if you need, you to, if you need someone free. to test out your films, he's available. Feel, feel free, by the way. You can do your own commentary while you watch this. Okay, so here we go. Here is, this is at my house. And then we have Lily's house in Spain. And, can, and make sure, can you hear? I haven't seen this. Well, we'll, oh. we'll let you know. Can you hear? Yeah. Yeah. No, because you made a hole in the net. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why is it happening so slowly? <laughs> 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 it's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Look at mom's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You have to look, he asked you to watch. I love you how he's just smiling. Was she going to play with it? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. No. Oh my god, here it comes. <laughs> Maybe she imagined it. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you oh guys so god. much for sharing. Thank you. Oh it, was a, sharing that. it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, so we'll probably I don't know if the listeners will have seen that, but we have just showed the Moshari team the rea- our family reacting to their film. I would love because right, you make a movie for yourself, but you also make a movie for an audience. I would love your thoughts in general on audience reactions so far. I mean, you can react to this one in particular, but audience reactions so far. What what has that experience been like for you? Um, so we start with Nuhash, from- and we'll go to Nuhash, Bushra, Ajaz, and Rashad. We'll go in order of uh, well, what's on my screen? Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> It was just so crazy um, watching it with an audience for the first time um, at South by. And then like this, like this is so much fun because I feel like a psychopath when I'm seeing audience reactions because I'm like grinning the entire time and I'm really enjoying <laughs> other people's pain. <laughs> yeah. And I remember uh, at the premiere at South by, like Busha was like in tears because it was like an emotional moment for her. She, she made this film and this isn't the first time she's produced something and it's at South by. So she's like tearing up and there's like this really scary <laughs> scene happening and she looks at me and I'm like grinning. And <laughs> then there's like this really scary moment in the movie where everyone's kind of like, Ugh, in the audience. And I'm just like, 
and I'm not proud of it because it wasn't humble at all. I should be like, I should be like, oh, thank you, everyone. I didn't expect it to be good, but it was amazing. It was, it's, it's awesome. I love it. It's, I, I just think that movies are made to be watched with people, and you know, that's just like, just, just like the best part of the whole journey. So yeah. that's amazing. That, that's amazing. Uh, Boucher, what about you? Um, so we, it was really, um, I'm relatively new to filmmaking, so this was definitely the first scary thing I've ever shot. And I've like, I've watched a lot of horror movies all my life, like in the same way, like with the pillow in front of my face. So this is the first time that, um, I actually shot one. I was like, I'm, we, I made one. Um, and, um, like the horror element was completely taken out from me um you know while we were shooting it because I got to see how you create the suspense how you create tension and then when we were editing it we had to put it back right like for like we had to put Mm -hmm. everything arrange everything in a way so in the process of making the film I actually like it I knew it was scary but like I I couldn't like I it was it wasn't like you know I wasn't able to see it from another the audience perspective um so when we first screened it at south by i it felt real to me for the first time and i can't explain that feeling that oh my god we made this happen you know we made we we did it and that feeling was so phenomenal like my heart it just it just couldn't take it like i couldn't take the fact that we were successful like we we you know like I'm I don't know if I sound humble at all but like I felt it felt very humbling and I felt very grateful to have been able to make it so far that we actually made it and so many people loved our film and and were affected by it you know it just it was just just like a beyond it was a very surreal moment for me yeah that's amazing and no, your guys are so humble and awesome. Um, okay, Ajaz, you're the cinematographer. The shots yes, in this sir. film are beautiful. The, there's you. a scene with the light across Ira's nose when she's oh, in yeah. the closet. Oh, beautiful. That is like so incredibly masterful. When you see mm-hmm. the reactions on people's faces to that kind of, to the things that you shot, how do you, how do you feel? What's the connection between that? moment where you're getting the nose and then actually seeing people react to it um i would say you know like when we made this film uh it was a it was a very like you know like a challenging process and the post-production during the you know pandemic and everything so and you know like uh working on set uh we only got to see you know what we were making on a small like a director's monitor or let's say dp's monitor seven inch monitor um, on the process, I almost sort of uh, became unaware of the fact that, you know, like we made a really scary movie until <laughs> I saw, you know, the first time, um, you know, I saw with, I, I watched the film in the theater with the full sound design and everything. It just felt really scary. And, uh, you know, you know from, from the very first, the opening shot um, with the sound design and, you know, like well, with the announcement on the background from, from. Uh, like it felt really scary for me. You know, I was thinking, I was saying, dude, this this does look really atmospheric and, you know, like, and uh, I, I also reacted to uh, some of the, uh, you know, jump scare moments 
And I, I started. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he was going like, yes, yes. And I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, did you see, <laughs> did you hear the audience react when um, Apu mm-hmm. stepped on the, the glass, piece the of glass? glass. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, it, I, I was experiencing the movie as an audience um, yeah. after a while. So it was, it was very refreshing. And, you know, the, uh, the, the um the reception was amazing you know it was it was just very humbling as uh, Bushan Nuhash mentioned it was it was spectacular all right Rashad what's it like the producer you get to then see uh what should we say mom's in her late 60s late 60s in her <laughs> yeah, yeah late, late, late 60s, terrifying 60s. you know terrifying a woman in her 60s <laughs> while her children force her to open her eyes how does that feel Oh, a diabolical. I feel amazing. <laughs> that is um, great. <laughs> but um, I actually couldn't make it to South by because of my day job. Um, so I, I, but I really wanted to like experience like watching people watch the movie because that just had, I think, you know, I had maybe shown one <laughs> friend just no the one friend that we have no um, way really oh my god yeah before south by before south by that is so wild. it was just this one person uh, and we're like dude uh, do you want to watch the short film that we made <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah we we like that, that was the first time that we had we saw someone who wasn't part of the production right uh wow. watch it and it was it was it was it was amazing because um the story worked exactly like we planned and it, it just it, all the beats were working and it just it just felt amazing and then in on the, the day the the South by premiere was I was feeling so left out because I couldn't go Aww. so I I like arranged my own screening at home like in the town where I live and I got all my friends together and we put it on my tv and then we just watched it and um I got maybe like 15 people together and they're like people from pretty much ev- from every corner of the world uh and of a very um like big range of like a really diverse demographic basically not just in terms of where they're from but also their age um so like people from different generations then everybody was like getting together and watching it and again like the movie was working and i was i wasn't the same like i had the same grin on my face that nuhash had i'm sure in some way i was just like <laughs> oh yeah this is working <laughs> yeah and what what's what's interesting about making something that's horror is when you're actually making it um even the people that you're working with on the production might not <laughs> know uh what we're doing I like Nuwash and I had a very clear idea of what the movie is going to be, but uh, most other people around us was were like, "Oh, we'll just do what they're telling us to do." We're not really sure if it was gonna what what, what it's going to be, but it turned out so well, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just really glad that we got here. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, I want to. I want to pass it over to my sisters because I've already talked a lot and they have like a list of questions like you don't even know. So uh, <laughs> Lily and Becky, just fire out, start firing off your questions and and you all just raise a hand or if Lily and Becky have specific, you know, the ones they want to direct to someone, they they will. But who wants to go first, Becky or Lil? 
Will, you kick us off. I'll defer to my older sibling. Okay. I have, like, I have so many questions. It's embarrassing. I don't, I want to ask them all, but um, I don't even, I didn't know I'd have to just choose right away. Um, but I will start with, so, um, okay, there's clearly the, the Mashari, um, which I, maybe I'll ask two questions in one. Um, the, I do, I have to say that I, the fact that you guys kept the title in Bang, oh my God, Bengali, Bang, yes. Bang, Bengali right? Bengali. I was going to be like Bangladesh. That doesn't make sense. It's Bengali. I have it written down. I know that, but I guess I just got nervous. Um, she speaks and, in bilingual her whole life, so she doesn't yes. say English or Spanish correctly. So excuse right. me. Right. Yes. Yeah, um, and Same. so I, I, being in a place where they often change movie titles and change the um, essence of a movie with the title. I loved that the title was kept in its original language. And then at the beginning, you explain, you have a quick little explanation of the translation of the word. Great. And it's, I felt like it was so important because what the film, like it's all about the Moshari and then what it represents, it would be weird, you know, if, if it didn't have that importance in the title. So I thought that was really cool and great. Um, and also when you're watching a horror movie uh, in a foreign language, I don't know if you guys thought about that aspect of it. You know, well, this is for, gonna, this is for a worldwide audience. We're going to have it in a language that maybe not the whole entire world will understand. So we'll ha- uh, it'll be subtitles. Will that take away from it? And I can tell you as an audience member, maybe because I'm used to subtitles, but it didn't. It, you saw me. I was into it. And I was obviously reading subtitles, but a lot of it you don't even need to read. You're just so immersed in the world. And I was curious at what that experience was for you guys in terms of the language in the film and imagining a bigger audience. Right. So um, first of all, thank you so much for uh, noticing that. You know, I think like we spent so much time in uh, post-production. By the way, I just want to say Moshari uh, is a Bengali word. It means mosquito net, right? For, right. for anyone who doesn't, who doesn't know. Right. And... Um, I feel like when we were finally kind of ready with the film, we spent so long in post and we were finally like, okay, this is good to go. We can send this out to some festivals. Um, I think like most of the people in our team didn't even know we sent the place. I think when Ejaz found out about South by, he thought it was a prank because I called him <laughs> up and I'm like, we got in South by South by. He thought it was like a, some sort of phishing scam that's trying to steal my passport. He's like, are you sure? Double check on the website. So he had no I idea. I told Mohash that, uh, you know, dude, you should check uh, your, uh, I mean, if it's on your uh, spam folder or your main inbox folder, <laughs> with a huge amount of money might be asking for your bank details. I mean, you know, all, all of that. <laughs> yeah, and, so... Uh, yeah, I remember Nuhash sent us a screenshot of the email where it said that we've been selected and he just said, I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, because it said it wasn't just like uh, where you're accepted. It said this was an early favorite of ours, so congratulations. Yeah. So that was that was really wow. amazing. So so yeah, just going back to like that moment when we were just like filling up the forms. We're like, okay, we have to write a synopsis. We have to send it out. But then it was like the movie title, and we we're like, okay, what do we do? So we had this right. whole brainstorming session, um, and Rashad and I came up with like a bunch of English titles for the movie that were so bad. It was like, <laughs> oh, your last breath, and it was just. It, 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 <laughs> Right. And, then, and then it was Borsha who was just like, guys, just let's just call it Moshari. It's called Moshari in Bengali. Let's just call it Moshari in English. Right. And right. for a second, we were like, 
does that work? And we're like, wait a second, that works. And, you know, we were thinking of movies like Minari, um, that right. was one of my favorite films yeah. of, of that year. And we were like, yeah, let's like teach people some Bengali. Like, let's get yeah. the word out there. And I think there's so important. Kind of That's so important. Right. In that. And I'm really, really glad that Bushra made that, made that call for us. And I think it's like, you know, people aren't really sure what producers do. Um, like nobody really right. knows what producers do, right? <laughs> but like, it's always, it's like little things like that where you will the film into existence and you shape it into what it needs to be. Um, and, you know, right now it's just crazy about the whole the whole language thing because I think so much of like, I think genre films are visual storytelling that the language doesn't really matter as much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially when we won the, the jury prize at Salbai, we're getting like all these really crazy meanings and people and like really big companies and we we never really even dream of being in a room with these people and right. they're all having conversations about oh do you want to do more do you want to do a feature what's going on and they're just like excited to talk about it and not a single person has said are you going to make this in english are you going to make this but like set somewhere else like i think people really embrace the you know the cultural specificity of it and that's something we couldn't have you know imagined while we were making it and you know just to emphasize another thing that rashad was saying was when we were shooting this like like nobody had any idea what we were doing because we just don't have genre films like this in Bangladesh. We just like our crew, really? wow. our team, yeah. they wow. were very confused. They were like, is this going to be scary? Is this going to work? And we come from like a background of comedy, you know, like Rashad and I have been making comedy shorts from when we were like really young and Bursha, like I made a, this comedy short where Bursha was like a supporting character. She played a role in it. And then we worked together where Bushra was um, my AD, like she was my assistant director for a project. And then when Moshari was coming up, I'm like, hey, how would you like to be promoted to my boss? And she was like, <laughs> sure. And um, so we all, like none of us have had experience with like horror per se. So we were like, it was kind of really just scary for us to be on that set, to be like working every day, not knowing if we're getting it right. So we were just like, let's get the characters right. Let's get, make sure like right, right, motion right. works, right? Because we're like, yeah. that's where we come from, drama and comedy. So it's like, okay, let's make sure that these are people you care about. Can oh I just God. interject here and, um, and just say that uh, it's almost nine years Wait, no, it's more than nine years now that Noash and I like, first started making movies together and trying and failing and writing together and all of that. And from like year one, we, we wanted to make movies like this. Like, <clears throat> this is what we've always wanted to do. But um, because the media landscape and like the industry in Bangladesh is so nascent, uh, it made it very difficult to bring any of that, you know, to life because with, without the resources that we didn't have because we were just kids back then. Um, so the fact that we made it happen at all is beyond belief. Like, I can't, I'm still having a hard time, like, accepting that we're here. That, that's so funny because I walked away from this movie thinking, like, wow, I had no idea there was this deep tradition of amazing, terrifying horror well, movies. In right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and in fact, I, I, I have a, a follow-up question um, to what Nuash was saying before about, about genre films. Um, 
were you in fact conscious of which norms genre norms in the vampire genre that you were including and ones that you were reinventing or create or putting on its head or making your own yeah Sure. And can I just, I just want to add to Becky, there's one in particular, I mean, there's, there's a bunch, but there's one in particular that I, I thought of a lot, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen Shadow of the Vampire, which is a film that Nick Cage produced that is about the making of Nosferatu, but the wow. making of Nosferatu, which is really amazing though. There, no, that's great. Willem no, that's Dafoe great. Great. plays, it's a play on that. Willem Dafoe plays Max Shrek, who plays Nosferatu. But the oh premise of the movie God. is that he may actually be a vampire. Be a vampire. But, but that's, but that's the, the legend. That's the lore. Of, yeah, that's yeah. the lore of from that, Nosferatu. And, it was believed he was, in and, fact, a vampire. But your creature does this stuff with his fingers that I felt like was an, such a beautiful echo of Nosferatu, and then in particular that. <laughs> so, right, so, no so, question: idea. What was yeah, what, no, what were you no. intentionally saying? Okay, we're going to include this and make you know as part of this vampire genre, and what are we going to make our own rules right. or break some of them, yeah, if so at all? We, should we tell them what happened? <laughs> yeah, please yeah, do, yeah, please do. I just yeah, I can't I hold it anymore. So, yeah. um, I love so, uncovering cool oh behind God. the scenes. <laughs> Okay, so we oh had to God. we had to shoot for two extra days, um, like uh, like two days that weren't planned for the shoot, and we like you mean overnight, Nohash. You mean yes, overnight, yeah, overnight, two overnight extra days yes. that we had to shoot, and you know we like to blame it on Ajaz and say Ajaz is really slow, but that's not true. The real truth <laughs> oh, is the real truth this is, is something story. crazy happened, which is we had to fire the first guy who was playing <laughs> the creature because there's just something that, you know, wasn't working yeah. in just oh, wow. his body language, in his movement. Like he definitely he wasn't was. a creepy enough dude. That's yeah. what it No, was. he just he wasn't. wasn't he looked creepy as a, as a person though. Okay. He looked very <laughs> mean. Oh, that's, that's not nice. That's not nice. No. No, he, you know, great. you look at him and you think right. that I mean, until like he yeah. was like, I think tall and gangly sense. and like mm-hmm. you know with willowy limbs you know, and what happened very was, pale. was very last minute like we were i think uh it was like i think it was like 12 p.m we already shot a couple of scenes that day and i just i was like something about what we're shooting isn't working and i just went on facebook and i just like found this guy on my friend list Moib, who does some cosplay and, and he's an artist and he's a filmmaker himself and i'm like i feel like this guy could work because he's really into the genre and he he really likes this stuff and i just literally called him on set and i'm like uh, and I, I still remember this very vividly because he came on and I was like, hey, man, can you do something weird with your fingers? And he didn't even ask. By the way, he doesn't know I called him for a horror movie. Like, he doesn't, he has no context. He's just, like, showed up. And I'm like, can you do something weird with his fingers? And he does this thing. And I'm like, that's amazing. You're, you're hired. Um, so that was, like, a really weird um, last-minute decision we made. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that body language that was, like, I think, you know, it was just, like, something uh, just interesting that he discovered. But, you know, about the um about like the vampire lore you know this is an idea i feel like i had the original idea from Oshari when i was like 18 right because i was thinking about um okay so the vampire lore is about you know blood-sucking creatures and in south asia we have mosquito nets we all sleep under mosquito nets and why we're like what is a mosquito net essentially right it's something made to keep out 
um, something that sucks your blood, which is mosquitoes. So what if we tied the two together in an interesting way? And that was like the initial, like that seed. And I remember whenever I told someone this, they thought this would be a comedy because it sounds like a good premise for a skit. But I'm like, no, I feel like we can take this further and go deeper into like the vampire lore and see what things we want to keep and what things we don't. Right. So I feel like, um, as Rashad said, we didn't have the resources to make it then. You know, it, it took us so mm-hmm. long. And, you know, I was I was doing advertising for a really long time, um, making commercials, which also, you know, helped me just be on set all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm making stuff. So I'm like, you know, getting that skill set that I would eventually need to make this. But I think it gave us enough time to really figure out what is it we wanted to say and, you know, what is it we wanted to make because, you know, there were some really intentional choices. Like, I don't know if you noticed the music. Something that I really love is the music and the cinematography. My my next my next question is all about music and sound. So don't worry. We have talked okay. extensively about the music and sound. We're okay. we're ready to ask about it. Perfect. You know, and it's like it was just even so I'll 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 let you ask the question about music, but you know, with even with the visuals, it was like Ejaz is a cinematographer I've wanted to work with for a really long time because he is the best music video director in Bangladesh and beyond. And he's just like, has this amazing sense of style, but we could just never find the right project to work on together. And it ended up being this. And, you know, we were just sitting down and like, we didn't have like a list of references from other horror movies. It was just about how can we mine our Bengali culture and find things to include. Um, like what right. it, what is it, how do we want it to look like? What does the apocalypse look like in Bangladesh, you know? Um, and not have it look like another video game or another thing that we're already used to seeing. So I think that was like a really exciting part of the discovery, you know, just like trying to find something new because yes we don't have a lot of horror movies in our tradition but we have a lot of horror stories right we have a lot of like folk tales and you know it's it's just being where we're from so it was just like really mining that and finding something which is just so much fun wow so sound okay everything from that that rising noise that happens in the scariest moments to the use of silence to the closing score with that incredibly oh, beautiful, so beautiful closing credits that that you all have in in it, um, but also the, the the you know the sound design stuff around the announcement at the beginning, that faint ominous announcement where it, you know which is which is both sort of damning the West for having crumbled and 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 praising the resilience of 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 the people of Bangladesh at the same time if you haven't which i advise people not to read too much before they see it, like you don't really know what is this thing that is that has really happened to the rest of the world um i would love if you could riff on the on the sound and the music and and i know nuhash you edited the film your your credit as the editor like all of that really comes together afterwards so ha- uh, tell us about that and also so- um wait one one just thing be a little bit careful your microphone i think is hitting your shirt and so speaking of sound, I want to make sure you don't, we don't lose you during it. Okay, good note. Um, You're <laughs> uh, good. You're perfect right there. Okay. So, you know, um, like I like to think, as Bursha said, that, you know, a lot of what the tension and horror happens in post, right? Like it's a lot of putting it together in the edit, um, but you have to have the building blocks for it first, right? And with the sound, 
that is just such an important part of this this genre or just film in general you know like film we forget that it's an audio visual medium you know we forget that sound is actually not just half the job but way more than that and uh there are two people who are really important to this one is uh damir uh damir khan is just a really great indie pop musician um he's bangladeshi and he wasn't like i think like he's super big now i think he wasn't just all as big when we were just working on this so i got him to work like extra hard on it but right now he's like super busy and he doesn't have like time for me but he's like super cool <laughs> it's so funny because i was sending out the um like the dcp cut of mushari uh for the festivals and the dcp cut for anyone who doesn't know it it's like a special version of the film for theaters to show it's like this special mm-hmm. kind of weird edit that only theaters can show and you have to pay a lot of money for it apparently um so i was working on that sitting at a starbucks in in dallas and there was the mere song the mere this bangladeshi <laughs> musician his song was playing at that starbucks right and it's like Amazing. this indie pop song that's like oh, no, no, no. it's like it's super cute and catchy and romantic but i'm listening with my earphones i'm listening to this really scary music that he's making and i'm like i can't believe this is the same guy um that's amazing um so he really like you know i feel like anyone who does something that's heartfelt has a darker side to them so i'm really glad like them to tap into that darkness and make this music which by the way um we got rid of every like sort of um like typical horror movie sound effect that you could find like right, the, right. the basic sound packs we were right. like we're not going to use any of that jump scare stuff or the doom the the, the typical stuff yeah. right so mm-hmm. we built the entire soundtrack using local bengali instruments that's a tabla that's flutes we were like how do you use a flute and how do you make a flute scary maybe scary. if it's off tune <laughs> So well, like my a- sisters will tell you that one of my favorite bands, Jethro Tull, uses a flute and scares them a lot because they hate mm-hmm. that band. Well, a flute yes. can be the flute can be nefarious. Can, yes, can be creepy, right? It and, can be um, creepy. I think Hereditary did a lot of stuff that like right. that too with folk yeah. music. So we were, that was a big um, inspiration too. Um, That's great. But someone else I have to credit is um, Yemen, who was our sound designer. And I think people don't realize this, but like it's not just the music it's about the silences it's about like when a door opens or closes how does that creak exactly sound you know and how does it like sort of reverberate so that's all in the sound design so like yemen uh, he's from singapore and um i met him cuz i was at this like film school program in uh, busan that's where i met him and i'm like you need to work on this cuz i just love his work so <laughs> like like that really really opened another door and also speaking about the um announcement and that's something that everybody loves in the film like the the really creepy announcement that comes mm-hmm. in this bellowing voice that's mm-hmm. like sort of saying right. screw america and screw the west um and it has this like big anti-colonial theme so again uh that voice is someone who's actually really famous in bangladesh that's pritom hasan who is the biggest pop star and actor in in our country and he like makes this like cameo in this movie with this voiceover that's amazing, wow. amazing. that's so cool yeah he's he's like a superstar and and he's really he's really happy that people love that part because you know i was like actually pitching like a bigger version of the film to someone and i didn't have that scene in it and i was like oh we we show all the other stuff they're like no you need to have that moment that voice was so good mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm like yeah that's that's, that's awesome 
That's that, and, it's, that. and it's a great way to set up like just just a quick thing about, you know, the the image, the shots, the cinematography. It's a great way to set up this sort of dark post-apocalyptic world with a beautiful like this these two sisters walking together which would normally connotate you know they're in the countryside or they've gone out for the day and they were by the water but it's that that sound behind you and the colors and how it's getting towards dusk you just you know the 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 thing that you're watching should be this really beautiful scene and you just know that there's something very bad happening plus that radio voice telling you in like a very creepy way that the world is basically ending except that they have a way to survive and those all those things happening simultaneously is amazing it's it's the combination is fantastic so what oh, oh, we can't hear you can't hear you are you on mute Yes. Oh, I am on mute. Okay. Not on mute anymore. Um, so I just, I just want to point out that, um, the inspiration that we got for, uh, the, the, ex- that exposition, the, the announcements, right, the micings, right, right. Mm-hmm. if you're ever in Bangladesh on a Friday or any other day, um, in Dhaka, especially like these micings are a regular or, you know, like an occasional occur- occurrence, um, you know, they affirm everything from like um, announcements about whether you're you're going to have gas in the afternoon or whether the, they're going to work on the water um, uh, supply or whether, um, you know, some uh, like advocating for some religious sentiment. I don't know. Um, you know, it's very common for these um, right when you're about to take your afternoon nap. Um, they're they're gonna come and they're gonna be really loud outside your window like really 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 loud and they're gonna like drill it into your brain over and over and over and and over over again do they drive around they they just they're just driving around and like big in like with big um what do you call the like fog speakers like like a a a megaphone like sorry it's not a fog but yeah it's it's a really and they're they're blasting music and that's where i think so go ahead go ahead yeah no that's where i think it came from like it, so, i think that's where so we here and and it doesn't i don't hear it as much anymore about years ago when i moved here and especially in like a smaller kind of pueblo type place they mm-hmm. do that they drive around in the car and there's like a it's like a pickup truck maybe type thing and someone's in the back while the driver is driving and making all kinds of announcements it's really loud but it's just out out of the back of a car and it's all different kinds of things like usually advertisements for for different types of things or you know stuff that's going on or whatever and when I heard that voice and that very specific type of sound it it reminded me of that and I thought well that's actually a really convenient way to get news out. Uh, yeah, so- but it's also like we get we get um, our prayer calls like five times right. a day, right? right? The Azan voice. So it was a mix of all of that. Like it's an element that's taken right out of our like it's, our daily lives here you know, in Bangladesh. It's awesome. Right? Yeah. I, I'd also like to add here. Um, I I work in a very in a hyper conservative part of the country, and um, the Vikings here are they can get pretty horrific they're, they're oh, pretty yeah. extreme uh pretty uh right wing um to say the least so when we were kind of putting that um 
in the in in the in the, in the movie we we I, I was i was thinking like oh it would be really interesting to see what it what this would sound like if this was got a guy on the complete left and just some got some guy who's like <laughs> totally anti-imperialist and oh, like wow. I, I just yeah so yeah, yeah just like dial the the knob to the other direction completely yeah. so yeah so I, I mean this is all you know it paints the picture that we wanted to of where we come from mm-hmm. i mean it's amazing and something we talk about a lot on our show is how more specific anyone makes something to a culture or to a community or to a story the more the easier it is to connect it's when people sort of water things down and they try to make it like super general like there could not be people who know less about life in bangladesh than lily becky and i like we grew up in fair true fair in you know in montreal the mosquitoes like if they freeze there there's no Scary. Yeah, there's no mosquitoes. <laughs> there's some mosquitoes in the summer, maybe. Yeah. But two like, weeks. There's the first two weeks of July we have mosquitoes. Yeah, that's and that's it. it. That's um, it. And and here now where I live, by the way, like I don't know, my rival Bangladesh's mosquitoes. Oh, it's. it's exactly. I just want to say it's not that bad, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I probably where you live is like, worse. <laughs> I think where where we live is worse. We live in the really place. bad. It's really bad. The mosquitoes. Not where I live. So so that specificity, like we welcome it. I hope when. When, it enriches when, it enriches what, the story so much when you're watching it because you can watch there's a lot of horror movies and the like like back to the language and the scenery and the have the radio voice that the loudspeaker voice like all those little nuances enrich the story so much as a viewer it made it thank you, thank you yeah. so much for saying that i'd love to say all of them are very uh, hyper intentional choices but sometimes it's just that's just who we are and it just comes out yeah. in, a, in our story that, you know? yeah, yeah that exactly, is, exactly. But yeah. having you in it i think is and then again having seen your speech so here's my we're going to transition now to play some games because we want to we want to play with your inner movie fan a little bit but uh your speech reminded me of and i have no idea if this filmmaker has any influence on you Nuhash but I told my sisters right away I said this guy reminds me of Guillermo del Toro when you hear Guillermo del Toro (laughs) talk about movies and like what he's trying to do but also when he's bringing in his own like his own history and culture into something but with it's not just about that it's about making something great and so he's also teaching you as you're watching it but at the same time he's also a guy you want to sit and watch a movie with and just talk about movies all day i was like this is what this this team and this guy reminds me of so i i'm just curious before we make you weigh in on different movies and characters and directors it, are there any particular people first of all is my hypothesis right and b uh, does he have any influence or connection to you or b are there any people in particular that make you become fan boys and girls <laughs> um, about about movies First of all, that's just the biggest compliment in the universe. That's like bigger than the the, the jury prizes and all that stuff. So that's that's, all, that's awesome. But um, yeah, he's someone I really love. It's so funny because like I think just a week ago I was at this film independent event where he was giving this talk, and it was moderated by J.J. Abrams. So I was like kind of ah! in the second row. Oh my god! Oh my god. Girl, so your your mind pretty, exploded. That's pretty yeah, wild. So it was just insane, and it was like J.J. Abrams asking questions and the and 
everything he had to say was like, I'm like, is this scripted? Because this is so good. And he's just, <laughs> and he's just so vulnerable when he's talking. Uh, just oh, that's a, cool. And really vulnerable, really emotionally honest, talking about mistakes he's made and, and his journey as a filmmaker. Um, for me, that little speech for, for context, it was like, you know, after the world premiere, there's like a little Q&A. And I had actually asked Salbai beforehand, I'm like, hey, I, there's a couple of things that I want to say. Um, about where I come from, about climate change. And they were like, yeah, of course, go for it. Uh, they're really supportive. And I am really bad at public speaking. I'm really, I'm, I get really nervous. So I had to, I had to like almost rehearse that. I like had to write it down on my phone. And I'm like, this is what I want to say. So, you know, I, it was, it was important for me to put it out there uh, because, you know, I, don't just want to make films that I want to make films that have something to say, you know, about like the universe or whatever, like, like has some point of view. So it was important for me to sort of uh, like highlight that and put that out there. So it's like, that was something I was really nervous about, about before the premiere. I'm like, am I going to, am I going to be able to say the things that I want to say? And also for some reason, I was really nervous about bringing my laptop because I forgot that they project the movie themselves. I kind of thought I have, do I have to bring in my laptop and a little cable? And like, or something? And <laughs> I'm so an used adapter, to that. Like a, an, an adapter, adapter and, and I'm like, I need the right MacBook adapter. So for some reason that kept coming in my head. That's amazing. And so, okay. Uh, what about Rashad or, or Busha or Ajaz, any filmmakers that, and by the way, we have, I know that you've put that link online because I saw it linked from another article from an interview. So we'll link that in our notes to your speech. Cause that was a great moment. I got to be in the audience for it. It was joyful. Um, but, but what about the rest of the gang? Are there any filmmakers that make you become fans um, that's out. such a big question. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Del Toro, uh, so, something I always loved about his movies is, um, how much heart his, uh, his monsters have. Um, there's always so much humanity in, in his stories and in his creatures. Um, that always struck me and Nuhash as well, I'm sure, um, as something that's that's it just spoke to us um and i think we've always tried to like keep that in mind when we write anything um you can tell that, you can tell yeah for sure well, i'm glad i'm glad you can tell uh because it's it's important to us to you know we don't just want to scare people like, i believe that horror movies are important as a genre because it kind of unearths a lot of things that we're, we might be anxious about we're not really right. thinking about but it's there inside of us and something that we watch that scares us it points out to you that oh you're scared about this why are you scared about it so it kind of works like that and yeah we've, we've always just tried to kind of keep that in mind when we, when we make these things well you have succeeded um, am i still on mute no no no, no we got you we got you. no no <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah one of i i love i love this guy um one of my earliest um in fact one of the i i as i said 
uh, horror movies and I like I, I I'm enticed by them I I look <laughs> them up on Wikipedia um to know the story like same I do the um, exact same thing yeah exactly yes. right? yeah uh, but I have to uh, watch one of a the bunch earliest with my husband yeah, one of the earliest uh horror movies or scary movies that I've I saw as a kid um or like a, a an older kid I guess was Pan's Labyrinth Mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. I just uh that that movie has stayed with me throughout like it's like I've I watched it so long ago and almost 20 years ago and I still remember it so clearly um it, and, and the the, the, the this hand. Mm-hmm. the hand yeah. and like you know when 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 she eats the when she eats the food and he wakes up and like the fairies are trying to grab her attention but she's just too like there are certain moments like the the entire like it's just it just it it formed a core memory almost in me um in fact like so many like you I know you're asking for specific names and specific directors um but I I was able to tell you of Pan's Labyrinth which was directed by him but if Noash will know like he there there's been so many times that he's been like have you have you heard of this director I'm like hmm who and then he's like he's the one who directed that movie I'm like oh yeah I love that movie but you know I, as a kid I was never I was never like I, I don't know like maybe I was too impatient or whatever but I just really I, I I was so always so busy like like being absorbed by the story I just like you know as as an adult I'm paying more attention to um you know specific names and production companies and all of this stuff that was always in the background but but as a ch- I've loved movies as a child and you know now that I've gone into filmmaking it's like I got to see the world behind um you know the, the curtain yeah the magic like the how magic. it happens um it, before filmmaking I was actually I actually uh studied in Canada it, and in Queen's University you guys might know mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah I was at, yeah I was at, I was in Kingston for a while and I was in Toronto oh, before oh. that Wonderful. um yeah but I was involved in theater throughout my university life um uh you know like worked in over like 20 30 plays um like would see a play every other week and I was just always working backstage um when I came back to Bangladesh like all the theater work that was happening was like because of the traffic would take me like three hours to get to my house to do any theater work of any kind like they were happening on the other side of town right and I was just I'm just I just couldn't do it so Noash lived just 20 minutes away (laughs) And, (laughs) and I was like you know um yeah the fact that I this happened was just like such an incredible but life-changing coincidence and um you know I I just can't imagine like just going back um to that world of where I just used to love watching films now I I, there's a before and an after yeah now when I watch a film I'm thinking of how they made it of how (laughs) like this film was Mm -hmm. made how it came into existence what were the the, like I pay attention to shots and the people who made them like I read I sit through the credits and I read the names and I'm like yes you're val you're you know I'm validating you 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 (laughs) exist you're important you know but yeah it's changed my life honestly yeah that's amazing all right Ajaz who's a hero you have um, well, so for me, um, I, I don't have a very strong connection to horror, um, but through, like with my earliest memories uh, in cinema. 
Um, I remember watching uh, Stand By Me uh, on my grandmother oh, yeah. uh, black and white uh, TV. And, you know, like the, some of the visuals and some of the dialogues, I mean, they're still with me till this day. Same. And I always yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, revisit the film every chance I get. Um, I'm also a big fan of Richard Linklater and uh, School of Same. Rock. we were just talking about school of rock uh last week's episode ironically stand by me is written by stephen king which is a horror film writer but i'm sorry a horror horror novel writer but but stand by me is just yeah yeah that's a scary part it's creepy and scary too at some point i'd love to just talk mood music videos because i'm like deep into music videos but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure we're respectful of everybody's time and we want to play some games with you all so our signature game of the friday night movie podcast is called buy rent and meh buy rent meh and that is it's our official rating system buy is like think of it like in the old days of the movie stores or the video stores um you'd buy the dvd that you want or the vhs and you'd rent the one that you're interested in but maybe you don't want to keep it and then meh actually meh can be whatever you want it to be it can be bad it can be indifferent it can be i just don't know what to say and so we're going to give you three things in a category with a question and you can only assign one of those values to each one so if we said do you like chocolate vanilla or strawberry uh you know i would buy strawberry rent chocolate and meh vanilla got it okay so the first one is we're going to talk about vampire slayers because Arya and Apu are, you know, I think they qualify as vampire slayers. And if we were to send them uh, overseas now to to out to the Western world to to help out the, the rest of the world that has failed right at this point, I'm going to give you three other vampire slayers. Which ones would you like to see them team up with most? OK, so the first is Blade um uh which Guillermo del Toro directed one of the Blade movies so you got Blade the famous vampire hunter um or the daywalker then you have Buffy you can pick either Buffy Christy Swanson or Sarah Michelle Gellar um up to you up to you Sarah Michelle (laughs) interesting Um, or or and Van Helsing you literally can pick any of the Van Helsings you can pick Anthony Hopkins or Hugh Jackman, whatever. Yeah, there, there's matter. a Hugh Jackman Van yeah, Helsing in Jackman. there. Oh, and, yeah. there's, and there's one in, <laughs> in the Hotel Transylvania movies too. But so you can assign by renter man to one of these. And 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 we can either we I, I think we won't have time to go around for everyone um for this one because we have two other by rent mez so who would like to who is passionate about this? Rashad's like ready to go. Rashad <laughs> <laughs> So the options were Blade, uh, Buffy, and Van Helsing. Okay, the OG. Um, and remember, this is for Apu and Arya to team up with. Like they need right. their help because these are, you know, the Western world is struggling here. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say buy Buffy for sure. Um, really? Rent Blade, and hmm. Van Helsing is meh. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, Hugh Jackman I is meh. I mean, I'm just imagining the. the I mean. He's no, there's no I mean for for me there's no there's no vampire slayer that like he's better than Buffy. Yeah, and, and could you Completely I can just agree. imagine the comic book cover of like right. Arya, Apu, so and Buffy cool. yeah. in right. like fan art right. pose. I wish I was good at just, enough to draw just that. the the image of Buffy teaming up with those two uh, like our two characters is just it's just with the, it's, with it's, the too much, it's too much to resist. 
with the image, irresistible, yeah. With oh, that yeah. shot of Apu the, with the, the mosquito with the net. over her. I mean, yeah. amazing. Okay. All right. Uh, who else? Does anyone else feel strongly about this category? If not, we don't worry. We have other ones. So I just want to say I'll go with Van Helsing. I'll, I'll buy Van Helsing just because Ooh. I agree with Rashad. I would go for Buffy, but I have a weirdly personal connection to that Hugh Jackman Van Helsing movie because I loved it. <laughs> and then I found out I couldn't, I could never find anyone else who's ever referenced it. So just like hearing about that now. <laughs> we saw a lot of movies on Friday night with our parents. Yes. Uh, that was definitely a Friday our night. Our repertoire is quite extensive. Um, all right, now let's talk about some badass horror heroines because you, I've created two you've, here. You've created are, two. That go I just want to say that Ira actually is played by my niece, so that's a huge compliment. Like, wow, she's wow. amazing. She's amazing. She that, like, I mean, they're both amazing. amazing. Yeah, but she's um, by the way, she's like a teenager now, and she's like, oh, whatever. Marsha is like, whatever. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh she not, yeah, she could not care less. Amazing. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. They both All did right. such a great job, though. Like, they, uh, uh, just beautifully acted. All right, Bushra, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay. Oh, no. I, I mean, but, you know, okay, so Ellen Ripley, who is the lead from Alien. Alien. Right. Okay. I'll give the movie title since you told us you don't know the names of these guys. So. <laughs> um, Laurie Strode from Halloween. So this can be... There's like any, 34 Halloween movies. But the Jamie Lee Curtis in any of I, the yeah, incarnations. Laurie Even, Strode, exactly. Yeah. Jamie, Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And then I did not know the name of this character at all. I just assumed her name was Emily Blunt. But Evelyn <laughs> Abbott, who is the mom from Quiet Place, which this your movie also has a, has a lot in common with, I think. So by renter may, which of those? I think you're on mute. You're oh. on mute. You're oh. on mute. We don't hear you. Oh. I was just screaming why, why, why? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why we're making you choose? Um, no, no, no. Why I was on mute. I don't know yeah. how I am on mute every time. Um, I love Emily Bond from Quiet Place. I haven't actually watched Quiet Place 2, not that that was your question. I, really I liked it. That. I, I thought it was I, wanna, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. For a sequel? Um, but yeah. Sequels are tough. Yeah, the sequel. I haven't watched. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was good. Uh, um, who would they team up with? That who, is... Who would you like who, to see your characters team up with? Yeah, yeah. Who would who would Arya and Abu team up with? Um, oh my god! But um, Alien was so, like Alien Ripley was so so badass and Alien. Like I'm just torn between because Emily Blunt had a lot of help. Like I love her, but she had <laughs> like so much help from you know. Come on. Um, she had like two kids helping. Like, like she had two Please. kids and her husband and, and her husband. The baby. And then she like took yeah. a break in the middle to have a baby. And then, yeah. then she just yeah. like sat down for like an hour like, to have a baby. Was she lazy? Forget her. Okay. So definitely, definitely um uh uh Ali, uh, sorry, Eileen Ripley, yeah. Um as the bye. Bye. Um mm-hmm. And then Rent would be okay, Emily Blunt, because I just I still love her. She's yeah, still she's, she's still like she's awesome. She still like caught the gun and you know, like pointed mm-hmm. it. That that counts for something. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, May for whoever's left. 
I, I really like Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis. but it's a, good, it's a good Jamie process Lee Curtis of elimination. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Like, I mean, it's I, not personal to Jamie Lee. I, it's just the character. No, it's not. Yeah. It's no, we just, make these hard on purpose. All right, Ed right. you didn't weigh in on the last round. So on the last round, so on this round, who, who, which, which, which one of those three would you like to, see, or what's your buy rent man on these, on these? Although, granted, you said you're not a horror guy, so I don't know if these are. Um, I would pick Emily Blunt because uh, White Place is a bit more grounded for me as a film, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so um, yeah, the the story of uh, Aaron um, Apu is, you know, like it's a family story, and uh, oh my god, they finally have a mom. A family story, you know, like uh, <laughs> the heart of it. And uh, I would uh, rent um, um, the actress. I'm sorry, I forgot his name from Alien. Sigourney Weaver is the yeah. actress and, uh, and the character's Ellen Ripley. Yeah, Ellen Ripley and uh, Meh is for, uh, you know, generally Curtis from uh, Halloween. Wow, I love it. Dragon Halloween. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the headline. Moshari team. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. Well, we're we're about to wrap up, but um, we are so grateful for your time and for your film. It's just wonderful. Um, we'd love to know what recommendations you have for our audience. This is always a really important part of the show, but your shout outs and your recommendations to our audience. Do you have anything that you're watching now, anything that's coming out or maybe something that you're working on? Um Anything clearly, uh, Nuhash's niece doesn't recommend Moshari, even though she. <laughs> um, I would like to go first. So I I watched this uh, series from AMC. It's called The Terror, the first season, Ooh. and it just blew my mind. You know the whole story and the production, uh, you know, aspect of it, because it's based on the Franklin expedition, and how it sort of went haywire. And there's a twist to it with uh, uh, like an element of horror. So it's, Ooh, it's wow. like a spectacular uh, a great recommendation. Yeah, Ooh, that's it's a, really it's a cool. Now I'm looking at it, yeah. Exotic series, it's it's wonderful. It's I've, I've already watched it like five times the first season. Um, there's also a second season, uh, but I would prefer the first season more, way more than the second. Also, I'm a huge fan of True Detective season one, again. Mm. Um, Kari Fukunaga, I mean, he's a phenomenal yeah. Incredible. And, uh, I don't think there has been any like greater detective duo than uh, uh, Rustin Cole and Marty, you know, like on, on television. It was, a, so, it was fantastic. That mm-hmm. is true. And uh, a recent series that I've also watched from Alex Garland, I think it's called uh, Debs on Who. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Alex Garland has a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. It came out a couple of years, I think two years ago. And uh, that's another spectacular series. So I would definitely recommend these three, um, yeah, series. Wow. The audience. Awesome. Okay. All right. Who's up next? These are some great recommendations. So I'd love to recommend something from back home. So um, there's a film called, if you like strong female characters, and it seems like you guys do, uh, there's a film called Rihanna Mariam Noor, which is the first Bangladeshi film to ever go to the Cannes Film Festival. And that was last year. And that was just an amazing thing for like all of us as a nation. It's an incredible uh, drama. It has, it's almost a bit of a psychological thriller 
um, about a woman who has to make some really tough choices because she witnesses something uh, terrible in the college where she teaches and she needs to make a tough choice about what to do. And maybe she takes it even too far. So it asks some really interesting sort of moral questions about like what's the right thing to do. And I think Rihanna Maryam Noor is still making this festival rounds. Uh, I think it's going to have its North American premiere very soon. Um, in a festival, and I'm, I'm sure you'll find it on streaming platforms soon. But I would say keep an eye out for this one because it's one of my like favorite films I've watched in recent times. All right, that's awesome, that's amazing, that's, that's thank exciting. you. That's great. And yet we do. I would say strong female characters is a consistent theme for us because I grew up with two very strong female characters. In case you hadn't noticed, I have three of you count my mom, which you've oh, already got. Yes, definitely. She definitely yeah. got. <laughs> uh, Rashad Bouchard, who would like to go next? I can go. Um, well, I'll, I'd like to take this opportunity to shine a light on one of my favorite filmmakers ever. He also happens to be Bengali. His name is Shotujit Rai. Uh, you oh. can find his movies on um, Criterion. Um, they, they're on the ch their channel as well. Um, if we're sticking with the strong um, female uh, archetypes, he kind of created the the mold for for that in in this region um with the with the movie the big city um the english title is the big city the the Bangla title is mohanover um and it's it's just this it's, it's a wonderful film and, and anybody who watches it will fall in love with this filmmaker he's, he's just incredible that's awesome this that's is so wonderful cool. thank, thank you, you for that recommendation all right, Bushra, no pressure. Oh no. Hey, isn't it isn't like time to But like but let's be clear. Like this is like the highest brow recommendations we usually get. Like half the time um, people are recommending Love is Blind and whatever else Becky watches with Lo excuse, like Excuse I can't I wow. Uh, I watched Mick Love is Beth Blind last is night. great. Hey, First I of all, just it spend is, the entire day is. watching Bridgerton season 2. Okay, so I endorse exactly. all of that. And I also freaking watched Joel Cohen's Tragedy of Macbeth last night. I do highbrow also. Oh, I, I fell asleep, but I did Becky, watch it. To be clear, Becky is the highest brow of all of us. And mm, I, she had a I, don't baby. Think, I don't know if no, you no. can say that. Becky, Becky, Becky of the um, three of us has spent the most time in the film world because she's a producer does, and produced. Does not make her the highest brow, films. though. But no, but, but I went and, to film school, so I spent four years just watching highbrow stuff. And, so I've like put enough in the bank to last at least another five years. But then so. the moment Becky had her first kid, it was like cooking. No, my brain went to mush and I just watched, yeah, like cooking shows in Bridgerton and things like that. <laughs> okay, so Bruce, you had Bridgerton. Um, no, I do not have Bridgerton. No, oh, you don't have Bridgerton. You can have it. You can have it. We no, recommend no, no, that show. <laughs> Becky and I saw um, Anthony yeah, at we, the hotel. We saw London. Anthony last week. Oh, my God. Really? With us last weekend. weekend. He's so hot. He's yeah. so hot. Anyway. He's extremely good looking in person too. He's, he's just, so we can. I actually, he's so good you. looking in real life. I I had to like turn like, away. It was blinding me, and I actually couldn't yeah. stare. At he was very cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it was. It was a good season. It was slow. It was a much slower burn um, than the first season, but I, mm -hmm. I liked it. It was also really refreshing to see South Asian representation. Um, right. You know, it was really. It felt like she was not just a South Asian uh, person. She was. 
um, a darker skinned South Asian person, you know, like she, Mm -hmm. like, we don't show women with her skin color in like local TV on local TV, like women of her skin color aren't considered, um, you know, like I'm being very honest here, like, but they're not considered, um, uh, you know, like you don't, you just don't see them talked about as an, uh, in society in in my immediate surroundings you don't mm-hmm. see them talked about like you know you, you, when you when people here say beautiful they usually mean, mean a lighter skin tone you know so it was just so nice it felt so good to see like and, and you're a, talking about dark... Simone Ashley the actress Simone yeah, Ashley who yeah, plays yeah the actress Simone Ashley Eight. yeah yeah, and she was so brilliant in sex education. She's you know? in great. Yeah, she's great um, in sex education. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, it's a small and part. so I know, she's but like even there, though. she was just yeah. she was so funny. But here, she was she played a love interest, and it just it just felt really good. You know, it felt satisfying. It felt like I was I was very into it the awesome. the sizzling That's romance, wonderful. and it felt really good to see her as like somebody who looked like her as an object of desire. You know, and I don't, I don't mean that I was objectifying her. I'm just saying that, you know, I we, hope you know what we I mean. We know where you're coming We completely get you. We know where you're coming from. And I love this recommendation. I love this. I think yeah. it's a great way of recommending something with a with some really good perspective on it. Um, the, put it this way. This is the first time anyone has said anything about Bridgerton that made me remotely interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched three minutes of it with my wife and some friends and I fair. And then I watched the Adam. No, honestly, that is the only reason I, I wanted to watch this season was because I knew that she, it was, it would just feel different. And it did. did Now I'm really really excited. Now I'm really excited to start in season two. You just like got me all energized to watch it. This is awesome. Oh, this is God. I'm going to, I really hope you don't, (laughs) you watch it and you don't regret it. No, 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 no. Um, I trust now. Becky and Lily are on yeah, board. Okay, really... well, let's quickly and... go around. And oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I I was just gonna say. Um, are any of your parents? Um, like, are you guys? Do you have kids? We're, we're all parents. Did you go yeah, through? we're we're oh, all. Oh, great! Parents. Amazing! You're gonna love Away We Go. Okay, this is a movie that I watched on my way to Austin on my on the flight to We've America. Seen it. Yeah. Oh, you've mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it amazing? It's a wonderful movie. It was Wait, just that's so with, with just John, so John Krasinski and and Myra Rudolph. John Krasinski. And Myra Rudolph. And Myra Rudolph. Where they're yeah, looking we, for yeah. a place. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you a place to live. Yeah. Just so I love that. I so still, why would you push so your push child your babies away? I love that. Why would I push <laughs> my babies away? I, live, I haven't I seen that a, movie since it came out. Stroller, I had my kids. He if he's like, he gets the kid on it. I have that movie has got to be twenty years yeah. old. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. In, no, since it's like it came 10, out, like fifteen maybe. 10, 15, okay, I haven't seen it since it came out. I had no idea. I thought it was a new movie. No, it's old. I had no idea. And I cannot tell you how many times that scene has come back into my mind when I. You have a, a baby and you're with somebody else and like they say something like oh why that's like so critical and i just would imagine yeah. maggie gyllenhaal being like why would i push my babies oh. away and you're just like no. calm down the other thing yeah, that no, i love it's, it's a it great was, movie it's a great rest thank super, you for bringing was, that up it was super relevant to me because i'm i just like my daughter just turned one ah, um and oh, wow. you know this entire great. year i spent like second guessing every single thing every, i did yes, yes. <laughs> um yes. so 
when I watched this movie on the plane, I just, it just like, because it happened really soon, for, like it was really recent for me, you know, all of this. And uh, it just, it, it just felt uh, like I, you know, I, I, I was like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that is the word. That's yes, great. Yes, you know, I would say, um, uh, wait, another thing I was going to say, it talk about local sort of connection part of that movie takes place in Montreal and they do a really yeah. good job. Like they yeah. mm-hmm. feel they like that city. Yes, that is very which is, true. Which is yeah. where we, we grew and, up. Okay. And a, wait, a quick work for you is the letdown, which is an Australian show. And that okay. is, if you have a new baby and mm-hmm. want to feel commiserate. Very, very cathartic. It's, if you have a new It's baby. very cathartic. It's um, the, the main actress uh, wrote it and I believe is the showrunner for the show. It's two seasons it's Australian. It's on Netflix. Well, here in Spain, it's on Netflix. The Letdown, and you mm-hmm. will definitely feel. Okay, I'll check it out. Injured Thank spirit you. there. It's really well Thank done. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'll check it out. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, all right, let's go around and make sure we know where, if you want to be followed, where people can follow you. Since Boucher, you have the floor. Where would you like people to follow you? Um, all my accounts are private like right. i did not see so yeah, i did not see this coming but but i uh you can you can you can send me a follow request on um uh, uh it's gonna be hard to um okay so my <laughs> we'll just put this, it in this, our show notes of... if you want to put it in we'll put it in our show notes we'll make it extra hard so no no okay. one like creepy no no I, i'll i'll have to spell it out for you it's gatale rush on instagram it's gatel means jackfruit in uh, Bangla, oh, nice, nice. and gatale rosh means jackfruit juice. Literally, okay. that is what delicious. it means. All right, <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, it is. It is. It is actually. That's, very that delicious. sounds awesome. All right, Newhush, where can people follow you? I think you forgot to ask Newhush what his recommendations are. Oh shit! Yes, I'm so sorry. Okay, give us your story. recommendations give, give us, and, yeah, your, and your and your. So no, I feel like you did, didn't I? No, no, it's a recommendation. Yeah, no, I, I dedicated like Rahana Marianne North. Oh yeah, he did. Oh right. Okay, sorry, that was so long ago. I guess I, I just want so more. many recommendations that just like forgot everyone else's. Maybe. And then what's <laughs> and then as soon as you said it, I sent them the movie. Also, I found yeah. them and sent it to them, and then I yeah. still didn't remember. Lily was watching I'm the just... movie and she forgot what was. No. So, Newhush, new where can people follow you? Okay, so it's really easy to follow me because I have the same name everywhere. Uh, no jackfruits in it. It's just Nuhash H. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nuhash H on Instagram, Nuhash H on Twitter, Nuhash H on Facebook. And if you're, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram and Facebook. And you have that tiny little blue tick mark if you find, find the right me. So cool. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right. Ra- Rashad, how about you? Uh, just the Instagram um, at rashad.mov. No blue tick. Got it. Yeah, because Nuhash is the only verified human being. Yeah, he's the only verified human being. None of us are verified on our shows, don't worry. We're jealous. (laughs) And then, Jazz, how about you? Um, I'm both on Instagram uh, with the name Ijaz Mehdi, E-J-A-Z-M-E-H-E-D-I, and uh, same name on uh, Facebook as well. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so we want people to keep following your work. One last thing, Moshari is not available to the public yet, or, or 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 will it be soon? Is there somewhere people can watch it if they don't um, go to the festival or have a screener? Or will it be a little bit more time? 
think, yeah, there are a lot of cool festivals that they're going to show it next in America and around the world, which we can't exactly announce yet. We're still waiting for like that them to say, oh, here's the go ahead. Uh, some really exciting stuff happening, but just keep your eyes open for it. It's going to show up somewhere, and we'd love to have it like um, online by the end of the year. So, so yeah, that's amazing. Well, and as soon as that happens, are, we will be telling everybody. Yeah, and you can get a lot of like we, you know, you can get online tickets to festivals now. So exactly. people should be able to support the well, festival, support the film and watch it. As you announce it, we will be letting all of our listeners know. Sure. Um, I think following my socials is like the best way to keep in touch about Moshari. So, you know, we'll keep you posted about where you see it next. Awesome. All right, Lily, where can people follow you? You can follow me. Well, just you guys could follow me on Instagram because it's private, but that's just my name. Um, but other than that, you can follow anybody could follow me on Twitter, uh, which is Chichi uh, C H I C H I K Gomez on Twitter, and then just my name on Instagram, which is Lily's childhood nickname and her. Yes, Chichi is my childhood nickname, which I unfortunately convinced me to use as a Twitter handle years ago. Uh, and, no, and Becky, stuck. how about you? You're still. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Paper BK Princess. But just just as a warning, sorry, because you 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 all have haven't really listened to our show before. I don't actually tweet anything, so well, I it's have a to bit, text bit of a to tell her to tweet. It's a bit it's... of a of a joke. Like don't don't actually follow me on Twitter, but you can. Yeah. I tweet and Instagram all the time. Uh, you can follow me at Pancake for Table. That's Pancake and the number four Table on Twitter and Instagram. All the Friday night movie shenanigans are at Friday Night Movie. Um, on Instagram and Twitter or FridayNightMoviePod.com. Sign up for our newsletter to get any one of the cool new swag things we have. We got new hats. We got new hologram stickers. Um, we will be, we'll discuss after the show how we can get all this stuff to the Moshari team. And our theme music, which will kick in in post-production, is by What Does It Eat? Thank you, everybody listening. And thank you to Nuhash, Ijaz, Bushra, and Rashad for being a part of the Friday Night Movie family and joining us for today. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Thank you so much. I can't wait to see what you guys really? are doing next. Yeah, we'll be following. Yeah. So excited. <laughs>